Okay. All right. So we're back with another podcast of Bigfoot Revival. I am one of your co-hosts, Sasquatch. And I am the Yeti. The man. Well, kind of man. Kind of. The legend. Don't forget myth, even. The cooler. (laughs) Uh, So anyways, one of the things that we've been talking about and have heard other people talking about uh, for the last little while is we're going to talk more about coronavirus. So our, partic- <laughs> yeah. So our particular state is starting to open back up, and we are on phase two. Phase El Dose. Yeah, I don't know if y'all have seen the meme that's going around. It's from uh three hundred, and it's got uh what is it? What is Xerxes? It? Xerxes going. I am a generous god. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the way it feels, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you, our blessed government, governor, yeah. and et cetera, for allowing us to somewhat continue a normal life with freedoms? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it, it, but before we get started into that, we took a break. Um, not a big break. Um, primarily because of Labor Day. Oh, not Labor Day, Memorial Day, excuse me. Get it right. Memorial Day. One is for communists, the other (laughs) is for fallen soldiers. We'll let you decide. (laughs) Um, So so anyways, you know, and it's one of those things, um, while I was gone, I actually got to go to church. Is that right? That's right. What was that like? Um, Not too good. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, no, no! Bless I won't heart. say that. It was, it was, it was strange. Um, even though we were in a building, um, there was still the whole social distancing. There was the, I think. Now we got in there a little bit late, but it was still kind of. I think there was only one song sang, unless we missed the songs. When we came in, uh, the pastor was doing the announcements. Mm, okay. And then there was one song sang. There was a sermon, and then it was over. Hmm. So I don't, I don't know, you know, I, I go to that church every so often, maybe two, three times a year because I've got family who go to that church. And when I'm visiting them, that's the church that we go to. Yeah. Um, because that's their church. Like I said, it was just, it was just kind of odd. It was odd. Um, it wasn't normal church. It, you know, everybody kind of got out of there. We hung around because uh, my crowd can't just leave. They've got to socialize. Isn't that the truth? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> So, and, uh, so that's what I did Sunday. I'm trying to remember if it was Sunday after church or Monday. Anyway, um, had a scare. A scare? Yeah, had a, had a pretty good scare. Um, we were fishing at a pond or a lake that had a dock and I had my two older kids with me. We're fishing. my, My kids are, uh, three and five and both of them can, can cast their own rod and reel. Starting them off young. Starting them off, that's right. I mean, I ain't going to be around to catch fish for them my whole life. Eventually, I'm going to want to catch my own fish. Exactly. And so, you know, we've taught them how to cast. And, and you have to, you know, you have to put them out there in an open area. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want a bunch of trees around. So that's why ponds work out good. Or people, you know, for them to <laughs> hook upside the head. You want them to catch fish. But, that's right. Know, and point uh, being open area is good. So that's why we thought the dock was good, right? <laughs> right. And uh, Was it crowded? No, not really. 
Not really. There were people around, but it wasn't crowded. Gotcha. So uh, his aunt and uncle were on the dock with him. Okay. And my little man, who's three, says, I'm going back over there with mom and daddy to fish. He lied, kind of. He, he he turned around and went to the opposite side of the, the dock. I don't think, I don't think, I think his attention was to come to us, but I think he got distracted and was like, mm. I'm going to cast over here one time. He's like, I'm going to cast my reel on the other side. <laughs> so he, he only kind of lied. He said, I'm going fishing. I just ain't going to mom and daddy just yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like I said, I, I think it was more or less, he's like, oh, let me try on this side. Right. Yeah. I think that's what it was. I don't think he intentionally lied. Anyway. So he cast, and when he does, he loses his balance <gasps> and slides into the the pond or the lake. Oh, I'm standing about fifty yards away. It's probably actually only about twenty twenty five yards away, but I couldn't go in a straight line because you had to run. the The dock was out there, and I'm on a point, and so I had to run around this cove of water. Yeah, to get to him, and, and it was probably. Like I said, about fifty yards away. Nobody else saw him fall in. I didn't take the time. I didn't take the time to realize it. Mm. So he he falls in. I see. I see him splash. Son, I ain't never ran so fast in my life. I strike out. I'm almost to the dock before uh, my wife even realizes there's an issue. She hollers out to my brother and says, "You know, uh, Littlefoot has fallen in." <laughs> yeah, we were keeping the anonymity alive. <laughs> And so Littlefoot has fallen in. Okay. You know, my brother's over there talking about, what? What are you talking about? He turns around. He just doesn't see anything, right? He doesn't He doesn't realize that uh, Little Man has fallen into the water. He just, right. he doesn't see anything. And he's trying to figure out what is going on. So by the time I got there, in my mind, I'm about to jump into the water. Yeah. Because his head just went under. He had kept his head out of the water. But about that time, his head went under the water. So I snatched my phone and my wallet out of my pocket. The whole time running, never slowed down. And when I got to the dock, he pops back up. So he weren't under maybe about a second. Yeah. He pops back up, and I grab him and snatch him back onto the dock. I can only say I've been that scared once. I, I mean, I can only say I've been that scared one more time. It's pretty and, intense. And that was with the kid, too. I mean, you know, I, I don't I don't scare easy. And both times that I have been that scared... uh. It's been with my kids. Well, they'd be the ones to do it to you then. Yeah, huh? yeah. And so uh, we get him out of the water. This is what I'm proud of him for this. We get him out of the water. I'm not I'm not screaming and hollering. I'm not fussing or anything like that. I look at him and I go, are you okay? And he shakes his head yes. And then he, start, he coughs up just a little bit of water. Yeah. Just a little bit of water. And uh, I said, okay. All right, buddy. And I hug him. And, and, and Did he cry or anything? No. Really? No, I never cried. Um, he looked he looked kind of bug-eyed for a moment when it, when when I got him out of the water. Yeah, yeah, surprised uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which you know that's saying something too because I, you know I, I love the little man to death. But if any of you youngins is going to cry first, I think it'd be him sometimes. I well, I mean, you say that, but I mean, I don't know. He's he doesn't like scares. Like if you if you throw him or doing something do something like that he just he don't like it but you're right he is tough as nails and i ain't got no choice but to be yeah so anyways he's uh, he i hug him mm -hmm. right and he's just i don't know if shock's the right word uh, anyway he didn't stay there long he's just kind of bug out looking and almost like he's trying to figure out what's going on yeah right? yeah and so his mom is still on the point with tears in her eyes Mm -hmm. So I smile at her to let her know everything's okay. Right. The people on the dock are like, what just happened? 
So they, they didn't even realize that there was a situation. No, that's how fast it happened. I Dang. mean, it was quick because there was an older lady. She goes, "We never even heard him slide into the, like not a splash, not a yell, nothing." Wow. And and there wasn't a. I mean, there were. I heard the splash, but I saw him fall in. I mean, if you heard if you heard a duck or something on the water, it would have been that same kind of. A, I mean, it was just kind of loud enough to go. I heard something, and it's common enough to not draw your attention. Yeah. Yeah. And so it wasn't like a cannonball off the side of the... So if you hadn't saw it, you would have maybe went, hmm, what was that? Yeah, maybe. Maybe, yeah. right? Like, you definitely wouldn't have been like, oh, man, what happened? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. so anyways, uh, he looks up at uh, my brother and he goes, you want to you wanna do some fishing? <laughs> Ready to little, just go little, back at Yeah, it. little man just wanted to go right back to fishing. And I thought to myself... That's my kid. That's right. That's my kid. So those those are kind of the two things. Got to spend some time with family that I don't see a whole lot. Um, but those were kind of the two big things this weekend for me, this uh, Memorial Day. Yeah. And uh wasn't too eventful on my end either. Um, well, it was way more eventful on your end than mine. Yeah, I pretty much just hung around the house a little bit. Um, I think the highlight of my day was getting to do some fishing go figure but uh i did go to my mom my mom's mama bigfoot mama foot <laughs> ma foot and that's what you call her you're just an in-law <laughs> <laughs> well i've been uh, trying to get the swimming pool ready to jump in and swim and i probably would have except that um it was flipping there was cold a broom in there it was cold so I didn't get in because I was like, I don't like it whenever it's cold. Mm-mm, no. Uh, anywho, uh, the deck around the swimming pool had some boards that were rotted, and I had a few decking boards, so replaced them and got that taken care of. And so you're telling me you'd rather work than swim? Not well whenever it's cold. Yeah. And uh, hey, I didn't have to be around you. I got to work right by myself, so <laughs> it was like a day off. <laughs> and hey, hey, you'll like this. Uh huh. I was productive. Well, see, that that's a surprise. <laughs> well, surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> and then left and uh, went fishing to cap off the day. Caught a few brim. Yeah. Um, Big ones uh, or? Uh, well, one to two were edible size. The rest, you know, they were just fun to catch. <laughs> now, now. I don't know how to address this. Me and you had talked a little bit before, and you said that there was a giant bullfrog in there. Oh, my goodness. I never saw the bullfrog, uh-huh. but I heard him. And I've heard, you know, being where we're at out in the woods, we hear bullfrogs yeah. time to time. This joker, he sounded like a cow on steroids. Sounded like he was in a, a 55-gallon drum. Yes. I mean, so I figured I'm pretty close to this thing, and... You know the noise that they make. Blah, blah. This thing was drawn out. Like, he held it for about what seemed like five seconds. He was the king. Yeah. He was the Mac Daddy. I tell you what, it wasn't long. I mean, it was getting dusk, close to the edge of dark. And off in the distance, I couldn't see anything. I mean, I just saw to where the water ended. I heard the biggest commotion of just water splashing. I don't know what that was. But at the end of it, I heard that bullfrog still making his noise. So if it was involving him, he won. (laughs) (laughs) 
You just see, you just see this snake coming up to the bullfrog, and this bullfrog just whooping oh, its butt. Speaking of snakes, what about that day we went fishing? So we are fishing on the side of a road. I mean, it's just a little bridge on a road, and there's water, and I'm standing right on the other side of the barricade, and right next to the highway, and I've got my tackle box about three feet behind me. We're fishing. We're catching a little bit. Nothing to brag about or anything, but you know, just enough to keep you interested. And um, I say, well, I'm going to change out my lures and try something a little bit different because my bites have slacked off. And I turned around, and about three foot from me was the, ah, yeah, I won't say he's the biggest or longest, but in the moment, he was the biggest and longest chicken snake I'd ever seen. But the cool thing was, he was minding his own business, going away from me. He said, oh, my goodness, there's one of them great big two-legged jokers. Let me just. There's a Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah, let me let me see if I can just make my way away from them. If if they don't bother me, I won't bother them. Which was cool, but in the moment, him being there, even though he was a chicken snake, still I about chicken snaked in my britches. <laughs> you know what that chicken you know what that chicken snake was thinking, don't you? What was that chicken snake thinking? They're more scared of me than I am of them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, which was funny because I'm sitting there yelling all sorts of stuff, and then you're uh, directly across the water from me. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, dang. And about the time, I mean, they've got the rocks on the bank and everything in there, and the snake disappears into the rocks. And it wasn't long after that I caught myself pointing down at the water yelling, that's him! There he is! <laughs> which got you to look at him. Yeah. And what was your reaction? Uh, that's a big chicken snake. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I mean, he just comes right across the water. I mean, just S-shaped, just a swimming like a water moccasin. And he came all the way to your side. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, Carl, I, I was about to throw my hands out there like he was this big, but S'd up. I mean, he was at least four foot yeah, long. Yeah, every bit of four now, foot. I mean, not stretched, but in that S-shape. Mm-hmm. I mean, it and, was. Uh, well. After I'd saw him, of course, I had to sit there and calm down because I had the jitters a little bit, and I'm like, hmm. yeah, Because you almost stepped on him. I almost. Um, and for the moment, I was done fishing. <laughs> and whenever he made it to your side, I hear, oh, well, he's on my side. I think we're done now. <laughs> like, I believed you whenever I saw him, or whenever you saw him, but whenever I saw him, I really believed you. <laughs> <laughs> Topic. That we really wanted to focus on today was just kind of the update to the coronavirus. We wanted to, uh, where we're at as, you know, rural area people. Um, so, so let's start with work, right? Mm-hmm. Let, let's start with the topic of work on this thing. Our work hasn't really slowed down much. Well, it did but it, it never completely died no, no, no okay so so in april yeah yeah it, it, I mean, it's, it it's almost went away it started picking back up though recently yeah in fact it's it's came back with vengeance and we we had talked about that a couple podcasts ago but yeah so in that sense ever since may yeah this month all, yeah. all of may we've we've had a uh We've been at it whenever the rain hasn't slowed us yeah, down. That's been a thing too. That's been that's raining. been what's hurt us this month more than anything else is just fighting the weather, fighting scheduling around the weather. Yeah, 
trying to get everything accomplished as fast as we can mm-hmm. due to the weather. Um, and, and and the thing is, we have you know you know people who have been having to do like teleconferencing. I've got a buddy now who I think I think he's at home all the time. Like like he's he's working from home. Doing the same job he did. I don't know how it's affected him in that sense, but hmm. uh, he's home now and he's working. At least he's able to get some work done, though. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I don't think I don't know anybody around here, right? Now I know there are certain people. We haven't had a haircut. I mean, we did. We cut our own hair. Shh. Yeah. Uh, but but you, we haven't been able to go to our barber shop. Mm-hmm. And get our hair cut, and that's because I don't know. I haven't I haven't talked to our barber, Barbara barber, since um since phase two's taken effect. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering how it has affected him. Yeah, if nothing else, he's he's been cutting hair a long time, and I want him to cut my hair until he can anymore just because i want to support him local business and everything i mean and just a good old man yeah exactly it's enjoyable to be around him so um i haven't been by his shop during you know business hours to see if he's even been there or not but hopefully he's up and cutting some hair again and well next time it's time for one i have to go get trimmed up Seems like people are getting to be a little bit more optimistic about going out and and work is starting to open back up. A few restaurants is starting to open back up. <laughs> and uh, people people aren't scared to start spending a little bit of money and been yeah. hiring us. That's right. That's right. As well, I mean, one of the things that I've noticed is I haven't seen as many masks out in the last week. Oh, yeah. I haven't paid that much mind. It seems like the biggest place, if you're going to go and see masks, is going to be like Walmart or Lowe's or something like that. But just just in general, yeah, I haven't really paid that any mind. And I'll tell you something else that's been interesting. Going to, um, we traveled a little bit, mm-hmm. so we got to see how different areas right, right. have been doing it. And uh, How was that? Weird. I mean, it's weird walking into a store and you're almost the only person without a mask. Oh, was it like that? In one place. One place. Um, and then uh, where I was staying with my family, not I mean, it, it was just like here. I mean, there wasn't much difference at all. How about church whenever you guys went? Where, was Did they have gloves, hand sanitizer, mask? What was that like? Uh, so, no. I mean, in, in the church, I don't remember seeing any hand sanitizer out. Now, that doesn't mean they didn't have it, and I just didn't pay it no mind. Yeah, because you guys were late. Yeah. Anyway, so like good Christian folk. There was only one person that I saw with a mask. Okay. And that church is majoritively elderly. Oh. Yeah, I mean I mean most of those people are, are old. Hmm. Well, it seems like we've talked about it before. Oh but it seems like the people that have been the most scared of this thing has been the people that it really doesn't have as big effect on. Some people like to call that person Karen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Thanks, Karen. I saw an article, but uh, my wife was showing it to me. Uh, said, uh, Karens are tired of being called Karen. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't a Babylon B thing. It was like a legit really? thing. Yeah. Oh, shut up, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's funny. I, so I, for us, work is picking up. In fact, it's in a lot of ways, it's even better than it was. 
Yeah. Um, there has been church. So so President Trump has done laid the smackdown on that one, right? I mean, he done said, look, uh, you governors need to let these people go back to church. And if you don't, I'll kill you all. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. He's going to murder them. I haven't been on Facebook lately, so I've had zero news. I have to get you to inform me on everything that's going on. Oh, oh. well, okay. So seriousness, <laughs> in all seriousness, he said that uh, if a governor didn't uh, didn't allow churches to get back, that churches should be essential. If uh, liquor stores were essential, churches are essential, is right. basically what he said. And he said, basically, if any of the... If any of the, the uh, Lord have mercy, governors, mm-hmm. if any of the governors had an issue with that, they could take it up with him. Really? Yeah, and and I'm paraphrasing. That wasn't exactly what he said, but it yeah. was it was almost, if not just as offense, offensive as that. Well, and, yeah. and it is weird, too, because it's, it's crazy to go to somewhere like Lowe's or Home Depot or Walmart, and you see so many people there. It's like, why can't churches gather? Because churches love to hug. That's just people in the South in general. Have you have you ever hugged anybody at Lowe's? Uh, no. Exactly. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> so, so I mean, now our 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 regu- our what's the word I'm looking for? The regulations in our state we're starting to slack off anyway. Like I said, right now we're in phase two. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I'm not entirely sure what that means. I, I do know that some restaurants have opened back up. I don't know yeah. if the barbershops are open back up. Um, I don't know. There are a couple of hair salons local to the, to our place that, that have opened back up. Okay. But okay. Uh, it seems like, now this is hearsay, that there was uh, some local authorities going in and making sure that people social distanced and don't be getting too close. Make sure you got your gloves and all this and that while you're messing with people's hair. So it's in like, our County. Yeah. So it's like, all right, we're going to take the, the binds Sheriff off of you. Department or, or local cops. I, I can't say, I can't say cause I don't, I don't know. I don't, I heard at the time is it, it's, I know they were some sort of authority figure. Yeah. Yeah. So some, um, that was talking to a person that was there getting their hair done. That's what you like to call bananas. B A N A N A N. (laughs) (laughs) But anywho, um, yeah, it it seems like there's, there's a sense of optimism in the air of things opening back up. People starting to get a little bit more excited, about that, people are getting tired of being cooped up, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it, it, it's either you either go to that extreme or either to the other side of things where people say, "Yeah, this whole thing really hasn't affected those things a whole lot for me. I pretty much just stay around here and go to Walmart here and there." Yeah, and I mean, I think I think a lot of our situation has been overkill and and overblown. There are industries that have been hurt more than ours. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, restaurants, restaurants, uh, barbershops. Those are the main ones that I can think of because I think they were actually shut down. Yeah. Um, some restaurants like McDonald's and stuff, it really didn't hurt because of, uh, you know, they, they do drive through anyway. Yep. But some of these places that aren't prepared for that, they either had to get creative, which in, in all honesty is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, or 
they just shut their doors for a while. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things where you you I legitimately feel bad for a business owner being a business owner. I, I feel bad for if if somebody said, "Look, man, you can't make money no more." Yeah, exactly. And it, and it's law. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, they you have to. they have they have shut them down, and they are enforcing it with fines or whatever else they got to do. Because well, there was the one lady in Dallas that was arrested. Yeah, which for giving haircuts. Crazy. Ted Cruz said. I'll take one of those haircuts, ma'am. <laughs> yes, he did. And good for him. Or he said, hola. <laughs> I'll take one of those haircuts, ma'am. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But it does seem good to see churches starting to open their doors back. Now, I'll get a little bit personal here with our church. Mm-hmm. We aren't opening ours yet. Not We've quite. decided to wait until June the 7th. Um, We've got some people in our church who are a little skittish, and we have some some other things going on, and we thought it was a good idea to open our church on June the 7th. First, the first Sunday of June, we decided we're going to open our doors back on the first Sunday of June. We're going to do a couple things like have the mask, have the hand sanitizer, mm-hmm. um, make people feel as comfortable in that way as possible. Much like we did when we went into this thing. Before we shut the Sunday service down, we had to, we had the stuff there for people to make them feel as comfortable as possible. Then, on the way back up, and we're going to do the same thing. You know, nobody, nobody, this is another thing about the shutdown churches. Nobody's making anybody go to a church. Mm-hmm. Right? We're not going to hunt down our members who don't yeah. show up and say, where are you at? Yeah. Right? We're, but we do want to be open for those who want to be there yeah. and who are, who think being at church, worshiping God with my, my brothers and sisters in Christ is worth the risk. Right. And we've had our online services where it's been a couple of pastors and um, a couple of members of the worship team um, doing a service for Facebook and um, the members to log in and watch it live and everything. But at the same time, how good it's going to be to be standing next to our brothers and sisters in Christ and singing together. I think that's one of the better things of it is the mass singing and hearing the voices. And our church isn't a quiet church when Mm -hmm. it comes to singing. Mm -hmm. I I realized that when I was at visiting my family's church. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm sitting there thinking, it's so quiet. Right, right. (laughs) And so uh, our church isn't quiet when it comes to singing and that is a glorious thing that I absolutely love about our, our people. And I'm hoping that when we do all meet back together, which the reason that we've put it off a little bit is out of love for our congregation. Um, but when we do meet, I'm hoping that everyone will have missed it as much as we do and sing even that much louder. That's right. That's right. You know, um, side note, it probably don't even need to be on the podcast. But we need to be singing like real triumphant songs, yeah. like "Victory in Jesus," and which that's pandemic or no, right? Yeah, I mean that's a general thing. Yeah, the the the, the reentering into the fellowship, yep, like that, right? The, yep, the everybody coming back together. I think that would be amazing to just make it as as, as songs that 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 lend to the victorious sound mm. 
and the the triumphant the the loudness of it those songs like uh victory and jesus kind of you want to sing those songs louder mm-hmm. anyway so exactly so yeah and but this is something that we haven't really gotten into yet how hard is it going to be for some of us to get back out and go to church and uh after we've been so used to sitting at home and watching the live feed from churches. You know? Super easy, barely an inconvenience. <laughs> I set them up, you knock them down. <laughs> because, I mean, to be honest, as much as I am looking forward to gathering back with my local church family, that is another thing, too. There's also that other side, the fleshly side, that says, Oh man, sleeping in Sunday mornings have been nice. Watching church services while drinking coffee and then getting up and going outside and just really having a restful, nice Sunday. But at the same time, it's like, I'm I'm ready to get back after it. There was times, there was times before this whole thing started where I was made to eat eat my words a little bit, where it was, you know, always been on the go every week in the role that I play uh, in my local assembly of thinking, man, I would love just to have a break for maybe a week or two, just a break and not have to think about anything. I found out that's one of the things that, that you say, but you don't really mean. Yeah. Like when people yeah. say, how you doing? Fine. It's just something we say. We don't mean. <laughs> Nobody wants to tell you how they're really feeling. Nobody wants how to honesty. My back hurts. <laughs> My wife is ill at me. <laughs> My children are demons. Uh, look, I'll take fine. I'll take fine. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I, oh no, this is really happening, is it? I didn't mean that. So I am I am really looking forward to getting back. But it was what we were talking about before we ever hit record, how easy whenever we're facing trials and stuff to turn inward. And well, I think yeah, and, and that's so, kind of that same vein. Even for me. I enjoy preaching about as good as I enjoy anything. And I enjoy, I, but we record a sermon on Saturday. Then we have it pre-posted because we kind of learn our lesson. We're trying to post it in, at the time. It takes time for it to go through and everything. Mm-hmm. So you go ahead and you, you, you put it up there. The whole thing loads. And then whenever it goes to post, it seems smoother. You schedule a post. Right. And so we started recording on Saturdays because of that, which meant Sunday, I didn't have to wake up so early. Right. And I didn't have to fight the kids to get them ready to go to church. Mm-hmm. We would mess around, eat breakfast, kind of chill and hang out. And then we'd turn on Facebook and we'd watch the sermon. Either either that I had preached or, or my co-pastor. And we like his better. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's one of those things where then after that's over with, we, we'd get up, we'd go and go mess around in the garden. We'd walk outside. We might would go fishing in the pond behind the house. And just a, a relaxing day, right? Mm-hmm. Versus when we are at church, you wake up early, you get the kids up, they're wanting to fight you. Satan's working in everybody's lives. Mm-hmm. Or at least the enemy. I won't necessarily say Satan, but the enemy is working against us. The flesh, the you know, um, so everybody's ill at each other, um, and that's not always the case, but it, it happens enough. And 
then you get to church and you're worried about this and you're worried about that and you want to make sure everybody's taken care of and you want to make sure that there won't be any technical difficulties whenever you get ready for the, the service to start. Mm-hmm. And then the service starts and you're standing there in front of people and, you know, it, it, it's it's a little ner- not, not nerve-wracking. It's not the right word. Um, Your adrenaline's pumping. Yeah. Your adrenaline's pumping during that time, right? Um, uh. You know, I take very seriously, and I and, and our church takes very seriously God's word, right? And so there is a there is a stress there that we do not that we I am I'm afraid my fear is to not accurately or sufficiently represent the word of Christ, mm-hmm. and so there, there's that there to where it's like, oh, you know, and it, and and it's it's kind of bottled up in inside. Mm-hmm. Then when it's over with. I'm exhausted. Right. These are the Sundays when I preach. I don't. I don't preach every Sunday. Like I said, I have a co uh, co elder, and so I'm tired. I want to go take a nap. What do we do? We go out and we eat with some of the church members. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we want to talk to them. We want to minister into their lives outside of the Sunday service. We want to be, you know, we're a small congregation. We can do that. Let's use a Christianese word. We want to fellowship with one another. We want to fellowship with one another once once the service is over with. It's enjoyable. It I is. love it. But then at the end of the day, I'm ready to crash. Right. I'm ready to crash. And when we're doing it on sun- Saturday, it's a little less stressful. Mm-hmm. We're joking around a little bit more. The, now, the standing in the pulpit is still stressful to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if stressful is the right word I want to be using, but I, I desire to 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 bring glory to God in the pulpit. Right. Right. Just like you desire. You don't want to handle it lightly by exactly. no means. So there's pressure that goes with that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, it's still there, but there's a lot of other pressures because nobody else is there. Yeah. Right. So I'm not worried about having to minister in the sense of uh, shake hands with certain people and, mm-hmm. and make sure that... Uh, the temperature isn't too hot or cold or, right. you know, that kind of stuff. And, and, and that allows for a, a little more relaxed, a little more relaxed environment. Then it's over with, I go home, it's Saturday. Yeah. We're just going to do what we normally do on Saturday. I mean, it, it doesn't really change my day as much where on Sunday we, we try to honestly make the day that entire day every day. But, but so don't take me out of context, but you know, we're, we're making that day about the, the worship of God. Right. And and so, you know, I can see why people would easily be like, it was nice not having to wake up at nine or not wake up, but be at church at nine, mm-hmm. you know, versus what? versus just wait, you know, cutting on your computer and watching it at 1030. There's a couple of things about that. It's like, look, this is this is where we're at. But what I, something else I love about it is the church finds a way. You know what I mean? Uh, we see the the resources that God's blessed us with and uh, all the different technologies, and churches have taken advantage of that. That's awesome. It also helped us and, and saw where because of just getting in the same old go on Sundays where we hate to say it, but there's a little bit of truth to it where there's some dread there. You're dreading getting up on Sunday morning, fighting the family, fighting the kids, wake up whenever your enemy's fighting you. It's like, oh man, in the morning we're going to have to do this. I'm already tired and everything. And, you know, so there, there's been a part of that where it's like we've been forced to take a break 
but we haven't wanted to neglect or have a neglectful mindset. Um, and now I think it's also helped us, it's helped me. Let me just say that. I'll speak for myself. It's helped me see where sometimes I've taken the Sunday morning worship service for granted and didn't even realize that I was. Yeah. So, um, like I say, there was it was almost a conviction that set in because it was like, good, I don't have to get up early because we're not having services today. I'm I'm going to take full advantage of this. But then I felt bad for feeling that way. So let me tell you how spiritual I was. I watched four or five different sermons on the first couple of Sundays. I was all on YouTube, son. I had it right on the TV with my coffee and everything. Bible open, following along. Taking but, notes. Let's not go crazy. <laughs> Maybe for the first one, a couple of notes. and But but yeah, and afterwards, though, it's almost been a time, it's been able to for me to be used as a time of recharging the batteries a little bit, trying to put all the focus back on Christ. Why meeting with the church is important with like-minded believers and how how much I'm looking forward to June 7th when we all get back together again. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I, I'm I'm legitimately looking forward to it. Like like it's not one of those things to where I, we've even we've even decided to go all out, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we've decided to uh cook steaks. Yeah. For all the adults. I mean, we we said we're going to get back together. We're we're going to have time to to fellowship. We've invited uh we want you you know, we want our people to invite their friends, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. We're wanting to be evangelistic, but we also really are wanting to celebrate being able to come together as a church once again. And, you know, just thinking about this now, we didn't talk about this before, but this is just a little glimpse how excited we are for June 7th and how glorious that's going to be. How glorious is it going to be whenever we're in heaven with Jesus face to face? Don't be messing up the lyrics. I I messed up the words. You always mess up the words. This is why I'm not in the music. Exactly. So quit trying to overstep your bounds. <laughs> Stay in your lane. It's going to be great whenever we all get to heaven and see all of Jesus. our Jesus and all of the believers that we've known, all of our loved ones that's gone on before us, and it th- that reunion. Yeah. I mean, it's you, you're not going to get any more glorious than that. And as excited as we are, that's just a small taste. Yeah, and we, we've talked about that, too. I mean, as far as coming together and loving one another, we're going to, mm-hmm. you know, people, the Mormons and, and, and certain people have tried to, well, even the, the, the Muslims, right? Right. They've tried to make heaven into this thing that it's not. Mm-hmm. And one great thing about heaven is I will love my wife more than I ever loved her now. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about that as well, I will love all my Christian brothers and sisters with a perfect love. Yeah. So the love that I feel for my children and for my 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 wife, people go, well, that's the highest love possible. That's the highest love. Possible. So when you get to heaven, you'll be able to keep your wife. You'll be they want to they want to you know the Muslims. Mm-hmm. You know you'll have X amount of virgins and all that kind of stuff. They want to make it about like that. Mormons are very similar in that sense. It's but in reality, all... we're going to love everybody perfect and love our God perfect. And there, there, there's no way to compare that on earth. Yeah, other religions paint heaven as 
some sort of uh, physical enjoyment as far as we can see. And that's limited compared to the limitless joy that it's going to be. We have no idea fully comprehending of what it's going to be. Better than any picture we could paint. Like you said, I mean, we're going to be able, you're going to be able to love people in general more so than you can love the people who are closest to you in your life now. Yeah. And that, that's an amazing thought to think that that God will open us up in that way to where we will have such love for everyone that it'll be embarrassed at how badly we loved our closest loved ones. Exactly, because the the love in which we love our closest loved ones. Now, how many more times can we say love in the same sentence? It's love, 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 <laughs> love. You just keep talking. I'm just going to throw in love. All there you over. go. Well, all of that love here is still marred with the stain of sin. That's right. And it, it's it's hard to imagine what a sinless place will be like. Perfectly sinless you know there's a word that i think uh describes it glorious glorious so not like the wrestler guy that you that you talk about from time to time but as in like the doug wilson when he told everybody he will not (laughs) stop this This is is glorious glorious. (laughs) oh me so uh what else you want to talk about I don't know. We got anything else on the list? Uh, I think we've got it all covered. Okay. So we're right at 46 minutes. I think we ought to wrap it up. So if you're new to the podcast, um, we are the Bigfoot Revival. And am I hot? Mm. Okay. So uh, we are the Bigfoot Revival. I am Sasquatch. My co-host is Yeti. You can join us on Facebook, Instagram, our website, which is Bigfoot Revival. Dot com. Dot com. Oh, what else are we on? Anything? We have an email. We have an email, which is BigfootRevival at Gmail. I think you got the bases covered. Uh, we, we've got a lot of work to do to the website. Like I think we're even further behind than we have been. Mm-hmm. Um, so that may not... I'd love to have everybody kind of funneled into that, but but re- reality is I don't, I don't think it's good enough right now. Um. We're behind on a lot of our things. I know. Social media is everything. We're so busy. I mean, we're doing this podcast, but we do have avenues for people to contact us. That's right. And we we won't comment. Look here. If you've ever been frog gigging, holler at us. We love it, man. We love some frog gigging. If you've ever, if you know anything about frog gigging, you've ever been frog gigging, got pictures of frog gigging, share it with us on Facebook. We want to see the bullfrog king. That's right. That's right. Um. Then, uh, let's see here. Have we had any comments or anything on Facebook? Any new? I think I think we're almost up to a hundred people on Facebook. Yeah, last us. I checked, there was ninety-eight likes. I haven't looked at it lately. Let me see. Is it likes or follows on Facebook? Likes, likes. Okay. Um, and so you can follow us. Um, any of this helps. We appreciate. Look, we really appreciate all the support we've been given. Um. Looks like we're up to 103 likes. 103 likes. We never thought that we'd have 100 people listening to a single episode. We never, and these aren't, I know in the podcast and social media world, these numbers are nothing, right? But to us, for people who who are not of this world, in the sense of 
we're not we're not pot, you know we're not big Facebookers we're not we're not social media guys this has been impressive to us we appreciate it um, if you can think of ways to help us please do that's why I can't think of anything else to do that about covers it alright well in that case deuces we out